Shalom and welcome back to Four Worlds Torah, digging for treasures in the Torah, treasures that matter for our lives and for the world. I'm Rabbi Shoshana Lis, and I am gratefully here with Rabbi Charna Rosenholtz. In Parsha Titzaveh two weeks ago, the instructions for building the Mishkan, the sanctuary for God to dwell within us and within our world, were brought down and given to Moshe. This week in Parshat Vayachel, which means, and he, Moshe, assembled all of the people in community and gave them the instructions for building the sanctuary for God, the Mishkan. And also in this week's Torah portion, we are immediately reminded before any instructions are given to maintain the practice of Shabbat at the very start of this week's Parsha. Reb Charna, over to you. We will be exploring with Reb Charna initially Betzalel, whose name means the shadow or image of God. Our infinite human potential will be explored in this week's Parsha. Thank you so much. We're looking specifically at chapter 35 in Exodus, um, uh, 30, 31, 30, uh, 29, 30, 31. And it begins with, and God said to the Israelites, and see, it begins with see, the yud he vav he principle has called out, kara has called out by name Betzalel. And we break that name down to Betzal Ale. Aleph Lamed Ale, which is um, referring to the transcendent God. And that Bitzel, which means in the shadow of or in the image of. Um, so it's in the image of God, which God, the God that is connected to Elohim that created all the world. So see, everybody, see, we want you to see, to perceive that God has called out this one particular person. Um, and this person is from the tribe of Judah, Yehuda. And we'll come back to the importance of being from the tribe of Judah in but a moment. And then it says, Vyamale uh, Oto, and then this yud heh principle filled him, filled him with Ruach Elohim, the spirit of the God that creates, and he filled him with chokhmah, with tevuna, and with da'at, with wisdom, deep wisdom, with the ability, tevuna, the ability to perceive patterns that are connected to the building blocks of all creation, and then da'at, with intimate knowledge of how to work with these principles. And he did this for the purpose of malacha for the work, the work of building the Mishkan, the sanctuary. And then he inspired him. He inspired him to do these things through the principle of thought. Through this principle of thought. Vet. So, vet, vet, vet. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sorry. I got so excited. Shin, vet. Um, um, uh, not, not Bob. So thank you. So we have here somebody who has been filled with something through God's grace to be able to create things 
that are outside of the everyday capability. Let me give you an example. When Moshe was shown the pattern of making the menorah up on Mount Sinai, it was very confusing to him. And he was shown the pattern. There's much Midrash that speaks about that. Yet it didn't quite make sense to him. Yet Betzalel was able to take those instructions and make it because he was reaching from something very up high that he was pulling down. He was reaching for something, you know, chokhmah bina, above our ordinary consciousness with the capacity to go high up into the supernal realm and pull down that information to be able to create. Betzalel was able to create at the level of Elohim because he was filled with God's grace. What does that evoke for you, Rabbi Shoshana? Oh, a couple of questions that before we before we got onto the recording, you also told me something amazing, which is that Betzalel descends from the tribe of Yehuda, whose name Ripcharna taught me includes the letters Yudhe Vavhe as well as Dalid. And you're going to help make that connection between what I got from it is that he not only dug deep into that supernal high realm, but he also dug deep into his ancestral lineage, both to heal. And there's a Midrash that I, um, that I found um, from uh, Rabbi Sharon Cohen Ansfeld of Hebrew College that Midrash Shmot Rabbah, Exodus Rabbah, Betzalel came and healed the wound. And so he's a healer as well as a creator. And so that connection to the ancestral lineage, he prepares himself not only to be open to this high up wisdom, but to be a clear channel, which is interesting that you compared him to Moshe, who we always think of as this clear channel and so humble, but it's Betzalel that was able to fully discern the design of God in the end or alongside Moshe. So I don't know if I answered your question, but I'm thinking sort of like, what are the ingredients to be a Batsalel, um, to be? Yes, yeah. Well, I appreciate that you answered with a question with a question uh, because that feels very familiar to our beautiful tradition. So let's look for a second at this word, Chet Shin Vait. Um, it means to think or plan, to calculate, to invent, to imagine. Um, so Betzalel, now we understand, was a master of the capacity to imagine and to invent. Imagine back to the highest principle of a human being is to imagine. Imagination becomes the measure of our becoming. And Betzalel was able to tap into this level of imagination. So let's look at that word Judah again. Um, most people um, are, are considered Judahites who are Jewish today. And what is really the possible lineage of that? So you speak of how the Dalit exists in, the, you know, in that name, but that it's surrounded by the letters of the ineffable name of God. So somehow Judah represents that principle of being able to pull something down and have what we call the abracadabra moment. I will create as I speak. Could and you speak just for a second about the significance of the letter Dalid in it's that? It's coming. Name? It's coming. Thank you so much. And so 
this sense of abracadabra, I will be able to create as I speak, is the principle of Elohim that Betzalel represents. So he is a Judahite. So exactly, what does that Dalid mean there? So Dalid, the letter Dalid, which is has a numerical value of four. According to the Zohar, this Dalit is representing a principle of four. And what is that four bringing us back to? The Zohar talks about it's bringing us back to the four rivers or portals that move out of the Garden of Eden. So if we think of the Garden of Eden, the garden, you know, the Garden of Eden, then we are transported to a place that is beyond matter, beyond body, and represents a realm of becoming and creative possibilities. And that if we work on ourselves, we can raise ourselves up to be able to ready ourselves to access that supernal realm. Yet, in the end, what we learn from Betzalel is Betzalel was filled, filled with this. Um, we have, we come back to that sentence, Vaimale uh, Oto, that he was filled with the divine spirit, Ruach Elohim, yet we now assume he must have first readied himself to be able to receive that grace. Once he received that grace, through the principle of that Dalid of the Judahite of the four, he was then filled and able to access through Dalid, the portal, the north side or the portal into the Garden of Eden to be able to pull down through the level of thought, the highest principle of becoming. Let me just mm. say quickly, we all have this capacity of creation and abracadabra within us. But the question becomes, how do we work with and refine our thought in such a way that we are worthy of this level of creation? Betzalel, in the image of God, he was able to fulfill this by somehow reading himself. We're not sure exactly how, but by being filled with that chokhmah, bina, and da'at, he then used it to, to fulfill God's will through beauty. Mm, wow. This is our highest potential. So I wish we had an hour. Maybe we should take an hour. Um, nothing wrong with that. We could do this for an hour. So what I'm hearing from all of this is, I keep picturing him grounding himself both in his immediate past, which is we've just had this travesty of the golden calf, in the middle of the story of the Mishkan being, you know, whether you believe it happened right before the instructions, right after, but in the face of this absolute, you know, uh, fallout, he then picks up the pieces and he says, I'm going to go deep. I'm going to go back to the original creation, creativity. I've been created in the image of God. And guess what? So have you, listener, reader, you know, cousin of mine. We're all Betzalel, right? And we can tap into our infinite potential to create, recreate, build, rebuild, not the fullness of matter, which is the golden calf full of itself and ego, but, the, but, the, but empty ourselves so that we can be filled with divine spirit, wisdom, understanding, knowledge, thoughtfulness, consciousness. Beautiful. 
Yes. So that what we create will not only be beautiful to the outside, but filled with the divine design for what's needed and possible for the world. Absolutely. Let me let me um, let me just add a wrinkle in what you just said. Um, first of all, I want to remind us chapter one in Genesis verse 26 and 27, when it says, literally says, um, Vayivra uh, Elohim et Hadam Bitsalmo Bitsalam Elohim, creating in the image of God. I want to do a, my wrinkle is that Rashi says that the golden calf actually happened before we were given the instructions of the Mishkan. So I just want to say a Midrash created today by me has me thinking of Betzalel watching the whole golden calf incident and watching what the people were doing with the gold and that he thoughtfully from afar watched this and in that was so horrified what had happened. I imagine Betzalel now on the edge of that camp praying, please God, please God, fill me with spirit, please God, because how they are working with that gold is wrong. Please God, allow me to honor your will and work with this gold in a different way. I like to think that was happening for Betzalel then to be answered and filled with this. And I can't say enough how important it is of how beauty, the ability to work with these metals that come out of the earth and, and form them into something beautiful, that beauty is God's inherent language. And as we sink into beauty, we can stir within our own selves that capacity to create, to pull from something ever higher, to not be satisfied with what happens on the material realm, to open ourselves to pull even higher, to bring something down that truly reflects the pattern of the cosmos, which is very different from the world we're living in right now. Mm. Amen to that. And the spirit of Betzalel descended from Yehuda, who himself brought about a great healing in his family he in, he was a model of letting go of being right and saying, Tamar, she's more right than me. Letting go of being right and allowing something else, that too being an ingredient for being B'Tzalel. I hope each one of us feels inspired to be B'Tzalel, to know our shadow and to hold it with love and self-compassion and then to heal, to grow, to build for the highest good and beauty. Shabbat Shalom. Good Shabbos, everybody.